Yes, Counterattack Podcast with myself, Daps. So, um, back again. Um, yeah, sorry about last week, man. It was a bit of a hectic week, so we didn't actually release a podcast. But every now and then, it's good to have a break. You know, I feel like that's our first break in however many months or whatever. So, yeah. So, anyway, we're back. Today, have got someone who's been on the podcast before. So, I'm just going to have a quick catch-up with him, Frank Nuble. Obviously, he's just joined Plymouth Argyle. So, you know, we're just going to have a chat to see how that move came about, how he's feeling for the season coming up, and, um, yeah, whatever else is, is, on our, is on our minds, isn't it? So it's just going to be a very quick one, maybe about 30 minutes or so. And so 30 minutes or so, and then we're just going to leave it as that. But, um, like I said, we've been quiet. But over the next couple of weeks you know we've got stuff coming up for you. So, hope you're ready. Hope you're ready. Let me just get him in. Admit. Yo, what's all of this? Yo. Yes. You're live, you're live. Lovely, lovely. How we doing, bro? I'm good. Have you been sleeping in that tracksuit, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? We had a we had a training day, minute, so we've only come back in an hour ago. So I've had food and I've just not been bothered to change. Yeah. Um, who did you play, or was it just with the in-house? It was, was in house. Yeah, we played Middlesbrough in house. That was bro. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. We we, we mixed it though. It was like three thirty-minute games. So you play one, you rest one, and you play another. So it was like interchanging. So many players, they done the same, and it was good. It was good. Good standard. It's like a training game. They weren't like a real game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in Plymouth now, or did you have to go to Middlesbrough for that? No, we're in Plymouth. Yeah, the manager uh, Warnock's got a house down here, so I think they're doing a little training camp uh, down here. So yeah, it was good. We played them on Monday, and then we played them today as well. So two training games to get our legs going and stuff like that. So it was good. Yeah. Did you? Um, are you feeling like tired in the in the in the least bits? Like because obviously. Even yeah. after then, you still played. So the, when was the when was the playoffs? About it must be three, four weeks ago, or something like that. Yeah, it was about when was it? The final was the twenty eighth or something like that of what am I going now? June. Mm. So yeah, so June. Yeah, it was about a month and a half ago, roughly. But it's been a whirlwind, really. I feel like I've had two summers, but two summers in lockdown. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's been a bit crazy, but uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain, really. You, you, you try to keep fit, but you can never do the same as what training is going to throw at you, innit? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's been weird, but we're now, innit? Yeah, but you're, you know, you're going to get back up to back up to speed in no time. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I've been training for two, two and a half weeks now, properly. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're getting there. The games are coming in a couple of weeks, so, you know, we should be ready. Did you feel... Um, um during your um, playoffs because obviously you've been off for a while so how hard was it to actually uh, for such an important game not just you but in general you know yeah. the level required uh, yeah I felt listen we were nowhere near match fit in it so mm. I'll be lying to you if we if, if I said to you I was anywhere near fit I was probably about 60% yeah. uh, match fit I think that everyone was the same though I think Exeter would have been the same you try to push yourself push yourself for a two-week turnaround to play the biggest game of the year. But 
you know, you're, you're, you're nowhere near it really. But obviously the adrenaline can ride you through the game. So for us, me personally, I was all right. I felt good in the game. It's just, you just know you can't do everything you were doing during the year at the highest level uh, of your capabilities. So you just try to get through and try to do well. And obviously, you know, we won the first game, lost the second game. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit rough to take in the end, but it is what it is. How much of how much of it was hard to to do or to play with, considering you already knew you were going. Yeah, it was hard when I signed here. The manager, one of the first things said to me that he thought my attitude and how I went about it was good, very good. Uh, from the outside, people could see that. Obviously, the boys who knew they weren't going to be there is difficult. You know, you're, you're playing for a club that now is saying due to COVID that you, you won't be there and in your mind you, you're going to stay there for a bit longer. Mm. So yeah, it was a tough one but at the same time it's football. We we're lucky enough to play. So I look, I, that's the way I looked at it. I didn't look at it like oh, I'm gonna get, if I get injured you know, this is the worst thing that can happen. Stuff like that. that. All that stuff goes for your mind. But as an individual I just try to embrace it like well, I'm on the pitch in it so it's a chance for me to showcase what I can do again no matter how unfit or fit you are when you're a kid you just go play ball in it so that's that's how I felt just going to go play football see what I can do enjoy myself he's live on TV as well what, what, what more do you want? Yeah when you when you because obviously you've been on a podcast before with Theo yeah and, um, yeah shut up. yeah and when you came on at that time it was all up in the air and you were yeah saying, yeah. You, you were saying that you wanted to stay and whatnot, and then later on down the line, you know, it obviously comes out that you're not staying. How did that conversation actually happen? Were you actually expecting any of that at all? When you found no, out? no, I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting it, bro. When I got the call, yeah, I was obviously it's, it's beginning of lockdown, isn't it? So just at home playing with the kids and, and whatnot, and we're we're just planning like me and the missus. We're just talking about you know you know, how we're spending our money and stuff like that, you know, mm. the ups and downs of, you know, what, 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 what you could say, cut back on now, you're not leaving the house and stuff like that. So I remember the, I remember the day perfectly and we're just chilling, having a laugh, whatever. Then I get a phone call. Who actually, who, who's the one that dropped the news to me? It was the manager, so John McGrill. Yeah. He called me. I was thinking he's calling me just to say, look, just like, keep, like me and him had a good relationship. So he would make sure that I will, he would talk to the senior players to, talk to everyone else just to keep their heads up and, you know, football might be back and all this, all this stuff. And he just called me, he's like, listen, I've, I've had to make this phone call. I'm dreading it, but I've had to make it that we won't be offering you a deal due to COVID. Uh, the chairman doesn't think that he'll be able to, you know, pay everyone what their, what their contracts will be for the following year uh, due to no fans coming to the club. So, you know, I'm going to have to let you go. Obviously, I was thinking, Hang on, what is this phone call like? <laughs> no, no, big thing I was thinking, what is this phone call like? I worked my, you know, I worked hard for this club for the two years I was there. And uh, there's no, there was no position in my mind that I thought I'd be leaving under any circumstance mm. other than me saying I don't want to, I don't want to stay. Yeah. I thought it would be like, you know, listen, wherever you go, if you do well, you feel like, you know, that's a place that you call home. And, you know, I was, I was enjoying it. So when I got the phone call, listen, my, my, my heart did sink um, a little bit. But I don't know. I took it, I took it with a pinch of salt. Like I was thinking, you know what? Maybe this is a sign for me to go anyway. Mm. Um, you know, everywhere I've been, there's always been something that's popped up for some reason. And then I've had to leave or, you know, I've not continued where I've been. So 
that was the case, you know, I told the family and whatever. Everyone was surprised and shocked. I didn't want to tell my boys and that because then I know I'd be taking about 20 FaceTimes and talking yeah, about, yeah, yeah. oh, that's bad. Like, these lot are doing the madness, all that, do you know what I mean? All that. So I was a bit like, I kept it quiet for a bit and then they, obviously they released it. I knew, obviously, a couple of weeks before they released it. So when it came out, you know, obviously people are reacting in their own way. But in my head, I was thinking, listen, if we get a chance to go back to do playoffs, what am I going to do? Because that was the question asked. I was going to ask that, actually, because obviously yeah. you went back and played. If yeah. you guys had been successful in the playoffs and Leicester yeah. would have got promoted, would that position have changed? Um, uh, I, I did ask that. Well, chairman and the club didn't, didn't say that to me. So they, were, they, they didn't even really ask if we wanted to play or not. It was more a case of they made a squad list. Our names were on there. So... Obviously, now down to us to say we don't want to play. Mm. Um, but again, speaking to the other boys who weren't in, who weren't getting a contract as well, we kind of made a little group chat and just said, look, if we're if we're gonna play, let's give it everything. There's a chance for other clubs to see us and whatnot. And we all agreed that yeah, let's go play uh, and give it 100. percent So there weren't really a conversation. It was just more like just turn up for training and. Boom, we're there. Obviously, it's the first time now we're there and everyone knows the news that we're not staying. Yeah. So everyone's a bit like, this is a bit weird. Like, what's going on? Like, if we do well, do we keep you or what's going on? So then I, I, I think I spoke to the chairman. I can't remember if it was before the game or whatever. But I was just like, listen, what are the chances of a deal still being there if we get promoted? Mm. Mainly because I've got a family. I want to know yeah. if there's a chance. I don't want to be moving my little one from school and stuff like that if we're going to be here anyway. Mm. Uh, he just confirmed that listen there's a slim chance and it'll probably go into a couple of months after the playoff games if I can still afford or you know if the club can you know produce the contracts for the boys and myself so uh, when I when I heard that in my head the writing was on the wall like I don't do you know what I mean the writing's on the wall listen you, you go out you say you're going to spend on Japan you know you have a little you have a little 20 pound in the pocket just, just in case yeah, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something happens. And I felt like the club could have had that with me. And I feel yeah. like I, I wore in that little £20 in the pocket, back pocket. But obviously, these are unforeseeable, unforeseeable uh, circumstances. So it's kind of hard to not be angry or be angry at anything. So you just got to go with the flow. So I just went with the flow and look, now I'm wearing green and, and wearing number seven. So we're somewhere else now. We move. Yeah, we move, we move. But now you're at Plymouth. And yeah. So you're out of contracts and everything. How yeah. soon after you found out did this move that materialise? Was it an easy move to do or was it because of COVID everything was just a bit harder? It was tough, yeah, it was tough, man. Listen, before, when COVID hit first, I thought all three agents would be in prime position to go sign places because now teams don't want to spend money to buy players. Mm. So, you know, all three agents, they should be looking at, all right, cool, this, this guy's a free agent, free agent, let me try these three, see who, who, who wants the contract. That's what I thought it would be like. Mm-hmm. Uh, having come off, you know, a couple of good years in League Two with Colchester, thinking, you know what, you know, I, I'm a good player, I'm a good option for most teams. But, you know, I, I, I ripped up at least 90% of the teams in League Two, so they, they, should, they should have been calling me straight away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and obviously, in League One, in my head, I'm thinking, see, I'm good enough to play in that league, so... You know, hopefully you get the phone call. But obviously, you you just praying and you hoping that last scene we did you play well. That's that's how it is in football, isn't it? So um, it wasn't easy to be fair. It, look, it took about three weeks before proper conversation started. 
Mm. And I thought that was, even that, I thought that was very long, considering you've got free agents available. But teams were waiting for the salary cap news and stuff like that. So it was tough. Or even if we're, when we're going to go back to football, that was up in the air as well. Um, so as soon as the, I think there's the week leading up to the confirmation of the dates that we'll be going back to football, that's when, you know, a few, a few phone calls were made uh, in my direction, which I was obviously very grateful for. Uh, you know, four or five League Two teams called, three or four League One teams called, and then it came down to two teams. In my, in, yeah, two teams that I wanted to choose in League One, and Plymouth obviously was one of them. And having spoken to the manager, literally within a week of a conversation with him, the conversations went very fast. And yeah, I, I had to pick between two teams in my head, and I chose obviously Plymouth. But it was an easy decision, if I'll be honest with you. Okay, um, because like you said, you ripped up most teams in in league in league two. And yeah. me personally, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I'm a firm believer that you know whatever reason it is that you're playing in, that you were playing in league two, you were playing there, but you're better than that league, right? Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're better than that league. So now that you're going to you're going to leave Colchester, was it a thing? Yeah, of, yeah. No, I'm I'm going to play higher. I've done my time here. Yeah, now, yeah. I'm, I'm having to, to go higher. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with, you know, people think these things in their mind about their ability and stuff like that. They don't say it, you know. You know, in England, we have to be, have to show humility first and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, before it bites, you back, it bites you in the bum, stuff like that, which I do like and I, I respect that. But when it comes to times like this and making the decision, you know, if you're going to ask Sancho where Sancho wants to go in his mind, he's going to be thinking, listen, I want to play for a team that's challenging for Champions League or, you know, challenging for the league. He's not going to go to a team that's similar position to Dortmund. It doesn't make any sense, yeah. you know, and all of us will have our conversations in our group chats saying the exact same thing. So as a player, when you're in that position, that's exactly what I was thinking. If I'm going to stay in League Two, I want to be in a team that's fighting for promotion minimum. But again, I feel like I've done my dues in League Two. So if there's a chance to go higher, League One or Champ, I'm going to grab it with two hands. Yeah. So... Um, they, that, that was that was it. It was never League Two wasn't really an option really in my head. So it was just League One, and obviously it came with Plymouth and uh, everything about them really suited me to a T. I'm not going to be playing at wide here. I'm going to be playing up front. I was going to ask you that question because yeah, you know people might look at you and everyone always thinks of you as a, as a striker. But yeah, yeah, you spent a lot of time on on that wing. Yeah, yeah. In the last three, yeah, last three four years in particular. All my career, really, if I looked at my whole career, I've probably spent about 70% at wide. Why is that? Is that just because you're a hard worker? Oh, well, yeah, I work hard, but at the same time, obviously I'm big, but, you know, I like to, I can carry the ball in it. So in their head, they're thinking, all right, cool, Frank looks like he can dribble, all right, in training. You know, they'll put me there one game, we win, then I'll just stay there. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, it's annoying. Or, and, or they'll do, I got, I got a mismatch with the fullback in terms of height and physicality. Yeah. So if we had, I'm an option as well to go long on that side sort of thing. And listen, you know, lucky enough, I've done well enough in that position in a lot of games. So it keeps me there. But it's also frustrating for me because then when I go up front, if I've played well there, I won't stay there. I'll just be moved back to out wide. So when I came here, the manager was like, listen, I think you've done really well as a, as a wide man or a wide of a three, but I don't want you to play that at all. All that little stuff you do, the you know, uh, quick feet or you know, strength, bit of work, I want you to do that in the middle. Mm. 
and where you can be effective. So my numbers will never show what before, will never show uh, what I've been doing. But if you played against me or you've seen me for 20 games, you think, flipping out, this guy's done well for 12, 13 games or dominated the game on his side. So he has to play. But someone that hasn't watched me would be thinking, right, this guy's already scored seven, six goals, yeah. six or something like that, or eight goals or whatever it is. Like he's, I can tell he's good, but he needs to get his numbers up. And obviously that's what I'm thinking in the back of my mind as well. But uh, at least in this team, we play 3-5-2. So it's two strikers. I'm down, I'll be down the middle. Obviously, if, I, if I'm selected to play, I'll be down the middle. And then, again, now it's down to me. I can be now judged as a striker. What is he doing? Is he scoring goals? Is he providing an assist? Is he holding the ball up? Them three things, I'd rather be judged than them three things. Then, as a wide man, is different. You have to track back or yeah. you have to produce crosses or... Do you know what I mean? You have to link up play. All that is a bit more different and score goals. So if you can do that well, that's why the best are the who they are. They score 20 goals or whatever they do. Have you got in your mind for the, for the season, you know, yeah. like any goals that, you, that, that you're looking to achieve in terms of numbers? So in terms of goals scored? Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. I'm not to say that because it'll come back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, exactly. exactly. No, no, I'll keep it to myself. Um, but I do have goals here in my mind. Listen, if I, if I play... 80% of the games here, I have, I have a target in my mind and I feel like it can be hit. So, mm -hmm. um, I feel positive about it. So, I'm with good players here. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm not bad myself. So, if I can affect the game the way I want to affect it, but down the middle, then that should open up opportunities for me to score. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Do you feel like being on the wing, though? Because I always think that even though you're a striker, mm. all you've played out of position for so long, it's not like you yeah. forget how to play a striker, but, yeah. you know, you're a bit rusty there. Or do you feel like, no, nah, striker, it just kicks in straight away? Yeah, yeah, it's good. That's a good, good, good question. Because when I, for my first week here, like, I'll make, I'll come and link with the boys, like, come do one, two, drop off short, spinning behind, but I'll spin to the left. To the left. You'll be thinking. <laughs> you still there? Yeah, you're gone. You still there? Yeah, yeah, so yes, yeah. so I'll spin to the left, or the, the wide man might have the ball, wing back might have the ball, and I'll come show feet. They're like, bro, what are you doing? Like, just go in the box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just go in the box, like, go in the box, or I'll come short and then I'll, I'll beat a man or whatever. But then they're like, bro, just sprint, go sprint in the box, like, go get your goals. All this hard work you're doing here, you're going to be judged on if you can score the goals, isn't it? So yeah. go, go, go back in the box. It's a bit weird because I'm thinking like, I'm doing too much work, yeah, but yeah. it's natural for me. Do you know what I mean? In my head, I'm thinking it's normal. All right, cool. If we lose it, then I'll be ready to track back here. Like, calm. I'll do that. It's not a problem. I can do it. My body can do it. But they're like, no. So it's made the game even much, it's made it so much easier for me now where my runs are all centered around the box. Yeah. Okay. If we got the ball deep, then I'll be an option maybe on the halfway line or something like that. That's fine. But in general play, if we're attacking, literally my movement is set the ball and just get in the box, make my movements in the box. Or if I've got a 1v1, let it be edge of the box or, you know what I mean, in the corner of the penalty box rather than wide. So, yeah, you, you become a bit rusty. Not even, not even rusty, just more got to get used to doing different runs rather than the runs you were doing before. Yeah. That's why preseason's there in it, so I can get used to it again. With, with everything that's happened, you know, COVID, you leave the Colchester, joining a new team, is your... Yeah excitement because even though you're talking very you know straight and whatever i feel like you're actually excited for this season i'm gassed 
Yeah, I, I feel like you're excited, you know. I'm gassed, I'm gassed. Like, I'm, I'm so excited, bro. Like, I feel like I'm 21, 22 again at Ipswich. Mm. Like, um, yeah, I'm excited. Mainly, mainly because of the team I'm at, more than the lockdown um, from football. Mm. Uh, yeah, mainly because of, of where I've gone to. So I feel like it's another opportunity to have a, a new lease of life sort of thing. Yeah, what, uh, what do you remember from when you played against them? Against yeah, we, yeah, we played them twice last season. They beat us the first game of the season, two one nil or two one, something like that. But I remember they were good, good mm. passing team. They play five at the back, so they're a bit like a Sheffield United. Yeah, um, that's the that's the kind of philosophy they have here. The high wing backs, everyone high energy, but they try to play. Obviously, in the Prem, it's a bit harder for Sheffield United to dominate games because mm. they're playing better teams. But when they were in League One and Champ. They, they dominated games with possession, but also everyone's high up on the pitch, so it's kind of hard to play against that kind of formation. You know what it's like. You play FIFA, you play five at the back, you're thinking there's so many men to beat yeah. before you need to get to your, your area. If you play a certain way, if you play down the middle, you're, you're finished because everyone, all the bodies are there. So obviously a weakness for three five two is mainly out wide if you can get past the wing-backs. But in terms of, in terms of yeah, the football-wise, I'm, I'm excited, man, to play in this kind of system. Um, but obviously it's down to me to just get fit and be ready to when I'm called upon to play well so yeah I'm, exci- I'm excited no 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 I probably love that what's the um, because as much as you're excited as much as the team did well the team did well in League 2 yeah, yeah oh yeah we, I forgot we beat them 3-0 at, at Colchester innit? we beat them 3-0 at Colchester and I, I, I done well that game put it that way me and Phil done well I think Phil scored two I set him up for one of them and I thought, even though we beat them, I thought this is a team I could, I could do well in, mainly because they don't have a player like me in attack. Mm-hmm. So you try to picture yourself in teams, isn't it? So you try to think, all right, cool, can I play there? Can I play there? Yeah. I feel like if I played for them at that time, I was thinking I could do well for this team. And they were top three at the time. I think we were fifth or something like that. So it was a big game. Yeah. But um, I feel like I also left a, a good mark on them so they can remember me. Yeah. With them going up, it's obviously going to be difficult you know yeah and um you know I, i've got no doubt that you know you guys have a good team you're going to try your hardest but is your you know i don't know what the manager's told you but is the main goal first to just survive and then go from uh, there all right so in the premier league when you go up that's the that, that's what it's like teams that go up let me survive obviously if they're good enough they're going to do more than that but i always think in league one league two championship maybe less so championship, but League 1, League 2, the teams that go up from League 2, one, you have momentum, which is a powerful thing, yeah? Mm-hmm. And two, the difference ain't a massive difference, really. It's just that teams are overall better in League 1 than League 2. But individually, you can find a lot of individuals in League 2 that are better than league individuals in League 1. Yeah. Like, clear, clearly better, but they're not playing in a clearly better team. Yeah. So teams like Coventry. Coventry were League 2 three years ago. Yeah, they're in the champ now. So I'm just showing you what teams do. Wickham, they were in League Two yeah. three years ago. They're in the champ now. Yeah. So you got teams like that. Accrington Stanley, they were in League Two. They've been in League One now last three years. Um, there's a lot of teams that go. Not many teams go up and come back down from League Two. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Mm. They normally kick on again. Yeah. So that was a big pull for me to say, look, at least seventy percent of the teams that go up from League Two or League One, they they go again. These teams actually keep going and keep going. Like teams like Sunderland, Portsmouth, they've been in League One for years. 
They're not the teams that are getting promoted. It's always the teams that are getting double promotion. Let me give you another one. Luton. Luton were League Two. Yeah, and I They were League Two three years ago, bro. My, yeah. first year, my first year at Newport in the league was Wickham, Coventry, Luton. Mm. They're all in the champ, bro. <laughs> so these teams, they, they do these things. They, it's more of the teams that you need to worry about. It's more of the teams that go down. Can they get back up? Mm. But the teams that go up, they normally find a place in that league, whether it be mid-table or just survived, or they go again. So um, now I'm, I'm quietly confident that we can win more. Oh, you're frozen again. Told us anything like there's a target. It's more of let's win games and see what happens. Yeah. When you look at the fixtures, like, yeah. are there any games that you look at and you think, oh, I can't wait for that game? Oh, you've frozen again. Have I frozen again? Am I here? Yeah, you're here, you're here, you're here. All right, cool. Yeah, you know, you know me. Like, I, like, I, I like stuff that can drive me on. Like, like if you beat me at something, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to study it in my head and just come back harder. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So we've got, we got Ipswich, that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, 100%. It's the next team. And they're a big team in our league. So, you know, most teams want to beat them. I'm looking forward to that. Um... Who else would I would have said Southend, but they got relegated, so that's a shame. Um, <laughs> that's a shame, isn't it? Uh, Gillingham. I don't know. Hey, I thought, hey, Gil- hey, Southend, man. Shut. Hey, Southend. They, 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 they're good people, man. They're good people, but they, they, they nibble too easily at stuff. <laughs> when I was there, that we missed playoffs, and I'm, I played. What? There's one game I had a chance to. I think win the game against Charlton mm. and I missed the chance. And then, but they never mentioned it until I left yeah. and went to Colchester. So now they guess that's their first thing. Like, oh, remember your miss against Charlton? I was thinking, <laughs> bro, like, that was, that was four years ago, three years ago yeah. or whatever. But uh, now, they, now they're relegated. Now they are where they should be. So, is it, <laughs> um, so Gillingham, Gillingham, Ipswich, they're the two teams I'm looking forward to because they're both ex-teams for me. So, Hmm. Um, but everyone else, Sunderland, there's big, there's big teams in that, in that league. Now teams like Wigan have come down, oh. Hull, Charlton, Charlton, yeah, Charlton's another one. Hmm. Yes, yeah, so there's some good teams in League One this year. A lot of good teams. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Pompey, they're down there, there. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, um, there's a few things, man. But listen, every game is a big game for Plymouth right now because we just been promoted, like you said. Hmm. So our first game is Blackpool, and we're looking forward to playing them. Okay, cool. I'm going to pause this for a second. Resume. All right, then, cool. So, um, yeah, we just have to quickly just fix the, the quality, whatever. But, um, yeah, you're back. Um, but last, I, I would say, in regards to, you just named all of these teams that are in um, League One next year, and it's actually going to be a mad year. There's some good teams in that league. It's going to be a mad year. Yeah, yeah. It's some... <laughs> There's some good, there's some good, very good teams in that, in that league, in that league, bro. It feels like League One every year gets bigger and bigger in terms of clubs and that, that are going to be there. So it's just football these days, isn't it? Football's crazy. The yeah. teams that you wouldn't think would be in these, these leagues are, are in it. And it just shows you as well that at these clubs, there'll be a lot of big players on, you know, on good money. So there's a good level in, in every league, really. Yeah. So um, no, looking, forward, looking forward to this League One year. It's going to be some good teams and I'm sure... Some good action for people to watch back on. Yeah, because every year 
that I catch a bit. So I definitely watch Premier League. I definitely watch Championship. And I catch a little yeah. bit of League One, League Two. But I actually feel that this year, I've got real incentive to actually watch League One football. Not, not, yeah, just, yeah. not just because you're there, but just because of the level. Because like you said, yeah, yeah. there's good teams yeah. there who are all playing at a good level with very good players. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it'll be, it'll be good. Yeah, it'll be very competitive. No, definitely, definitely. Listen, anytime you can play a Sunderland or Ipswich or Charlton or Wigan, all these teams, like, there's, there's, there's good, level, good level teams. So, some good players, man. There'll be some good games for sure. Yeah, how did the... Um, when you put out the tweet or whatever it was on social media that you joined Timmer, what, was, what yeah. was the reception like in regards to the fans? Yeah, yeah it was a bit... I was, I was being cheeky in it, so... <laughs> the, 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 the enemy is um, uh, Exeter so that's their local derby team isn't it mm. and obviously we lost Exeter in the playoffs yeah. so obviously I was, I was down that day but then obviously I signed for a team that's their rivals so I played into it a bit and I think you know I won a few hearts on, on, on that tweet obviously you, you know you got, you, got to play, you got to play to it as well and the support was you want to get them on side as soon as possible. So I thought I put a tweet out just to say the noisy neighbours. Um, at least I can smile when I drive past them every day to go training. But um, you know what? You need that, man. And like, <laughs> you I need know, it, man. Yeah, and I know a lot of people like to do the whole humble thing and just put out the the media. Yeah. But I, th- I think okay. it's so important that you know players show they got character and just show that they want some yeah. sort of relationship with fans. Do you get what I'm saying? Of course. Of course, man. Of course, and it's what everyone's thinking. So, exactly. you know, you know, I had my, my my last post was a picture against them. So, and I was down. Obviously, mm. now I'm smiling. You know, for a team that's their rival. So, you know, I, I, I play I play to it, man. You you gotta be yourself in it. Sometimes you gotta be yourself. You know yeah. And if if Harry Maguire, that's that's what he does. Then get me. At least now we know. Now we know. <laughs> Listen, you gotta be yourself, man. You gotta be yourself. It's only it's only it's tongue in cheek and a bit a bit about that. Yeah, trust me. And like you said, it, it gets them on your side quicker. It makes it easier for you to just settle in as well. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. When things ain't going so well for you, it won't be yeah. as 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 harsh because they'll be like, ah, oh, but I like him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. And there's things in football that are unwritten things that you play for a rival team. You try not to go sign for that team later, you know. So it's like you just play to it. It's just a bit of banner. It's nothing serious. Do you do you care about all of that stuff though? Like, let's say a rival of Ipswich came to sign you now. Not really. No. Uh, you know what? I had a chance to go play for Millwall. This is a few years ago, mm. and I I didn't, I didn't go because I was West Ham before. Yeah. So. That that actually did play in my mind. Like I was thinking, nah, I don't want to go. I don't want to go Millwall, even though Millwall was actually perfect for me, local to where I'm from in, in Lewisham. And yeah, I was. There was no part of me saying yes to Millwall mm. in my mind at the time. I was 20, 21. I think just before I went to Ipswich. Yeah. So it was literally my my next club after after West Ham. So. I was thinking, there's no chance I can go there. I can never be accepted by the supporters. Yeah. Every week I'll be getting, ban- I'll be getting uh, bantered or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? And we already know what Millwall fans are like. So, do you know what I mean? I'm going to add to that as well. <laughs> Long. So, um, yeah. So, no. I did, yeah. I, 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 I think that was more in my mind when I was younger. Whereas now, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Like, you know, if I was to... If, like, if next season Millwall wanted me, 
I'm not going to turn it down because of X rivalry. I'm just going to go and do what's best for my career and my family. So, you know, that, them things I think played more when I was younger in my mind. Now, I'm a, I'm a grown man. I can deal with them things psychologically more. I think people forget as well that, yes, you've gone to Singapore <laughs> or whatever, but it's actually not just a case of changing teams. You actually have to pick up your whole family. And yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Have your whole family moved from Colchester to Plymouth now? What? Yeah, currently now I'm in a hotel. So I've been in a hotel for two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. And they're, they've moved from Colchester. So what we had to do, we had to give them people where we live and move out of date because we're renting over there. Mm-hmm. Move out within 19, we had 19 days to move out. And with two kids, you have so much clutter. It's unbelievable. Yeah, 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 so, a lot of stuff. Plus, all the stuff in the house was my furniture. So I bought the furniture. Mm. So I had to take out all the beds, take them down, all the wardrobes, take them down. Mm. Um, TVs, TV stand. You forget the small things like TV stand. You've got to break that down now to get it out of the house. Mm. And all bedside tables. So all that stuff, we put it into storage in Colchester. And uh, my partner and that have gone, uh, gone back up north. That's where she's from. Yeah. I've been away from them for, yeah, literally for about three weeks now. So I ain't seen them until we found a place here. So once we found a place here, then after now order my removal van to bring the stuff back here and then pull it back into the new house. But all that is very long. But once it's done, you're, you're happy in it. So, yeah. Does, does all that sort of stuff like, just make you want to stay at clubs long? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. It's long, man. It's long. Every summer, Mrs. Look at Made me like, you know, make me do this again. You know what I'm saying? Make me do this again, like breaking my back to do all these things because she's very DIY in the yeah. house, so she does a lot of stuff. Um, but um, yeah, it's frustrating when you have to do it, but it's hard. You know, everyone can't be a Ryan Giggs or all skulls, you know, and stay at one club all your career. You know, mo- on average, players move every two years or three years. So um, it's tough, mate, but. It's, how long was your contract for at Thingy? At- I play with, so I, I play with, I signed a year contract. Yeah. I, I signed a year contract. And this is what was, this is what made it a very difficult decision to make, actually. Mm. Uh, yeah, it made it difficult. The other club I was going to go to, well, potentially go to League One, offered me three years. Oof. Yeah, three-year deal. Um, so it was two-year deal and one-year option, but the option was would have been activated within a month, put it that way. Mm. So, um, yeah, it was tough to turn that down. And it was a team actually local to, 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 to end, so to London. So it was hard, it's hard to say no to it. But I thought to myself, I'm, young en- I'm still young enough now and my, my body, I still feel great uh, to, to do really well. Mm. So I'd rather go to a team where I know footballing-wise footballing is the best decision for me to make. Yeah. Obviously, time will tell. But... You know, that's, that's the decision you've got, you got to live with and go with. So we have signed a year deal. There's a couple of things in there to, you know, give you a second year. Yeah. yeah. But that, that's not in my thinking at all. My thinking is, while I'm here, let me just kill it. Do you know what I'm saying? And you never know. You, you never know. I could, have, I could have the club, you know, scrambling now, saying, oh, let's give you another three, four years or whatever it is. Yeah. Or, you know. Mrs. could be doing DIY again. You don't know. But <laughs> either way, either way, either way, in this climate, I was just make sure you get a solid deal. And yeah, I've got a solid one-year deal here. And let's just see how things go. But I've, I've, I, feel, I feel like I've made the right decision. And uh, everyone I've spoken to, my family and friends, they, they understand and they agree that turning the other one down 
for the footballing reasons mainly is why I come here, even though it's miles away. Yeah, no, no, and oh, no, trust me. When I when I heard Plymouth, I was like, okay, no, you, you. yeah. <laughs> and I've, I've been to Plymouth before, and there's, there's not really much there. Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a, it's um people come here to for tourists though. It's like Cornwall, that is Devon, oh, okay. like people come in. Yeah, so people come in. There's a lovely coastline. So if you live in the right areas, you can enjoy uh, what, it's, what it's got to, to give. And there's a lot. It's like a, it's like a mini Spain here. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So there's, there's, lo there's lovely places to go eat and stuff like that. So it's quite nice in, in, in most areas here because it's on the coastline. So you need to, you, re you have to be an outdoor person to live here. Put it that way. I think... I think a lot of people take that for granted um, in, regards yeah, to, in regards to the whole contract situation. So, you know, to have three years security, because yeah. three years is big security, and then to, yeah, turn, it to turn that down for a year, yeah. you know, it just goes to show like, that you actually believe in, number one, what you can do, and yeah. where you're at in your footballing journey. And number two, um, just it just goes to show how much you believe in what the team are trying to do. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. It's tough, man. It's tough. When when I was telling Mrs. and that, she was like, "Wow, like that's what you that's what you're doing." Yeah. But obviously, I talk to her every day, so she knows the decision weren't made easy, but it was because she knew where my head was at. Mm. She's like, "Look, if you need to, if that's where you're gonna go, go there and make sure you you do everything you can for you know for this family and for yourself, do yourself justice." So um, that's the mentality I have. It, and if anything it's made me even more hungry, do you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Because obviously I'm speaking to players now who are free or who have been free and they're all waiting for the longer term deal and mm. they're turning down the shorter term ones. I now understand that COVID's hit and you know it slapped everyone in the face. So they're thinking now, look, I need security, I need security. Mm -hmm. I'm like, listen, we're in this game, we're not in this game for a long time, do you know what I'm saying? We're in this game to, to fulfill ourselves. So. You know, go do what's right for you, footballing-wise, and that's what you think it is. That's what I've done. Yeah. Nah, um, when you... So when you were out of contract, did you have that thing in your head where it was just like, hey, I need a team. Like, because and everyone might look at yeah. you and you don't ever struggle to find a team. Do you know what I mean? You've, you've had about six Yeah, months. yeah. You get what I'm saying? But, yeah. like, <laughs> but like, was it actually... Was there ever a moment where you thought, I might struggle, you know, to find a team? A little, uh, you know what? Because I'm I'm the head of the family, innit? So exactly, I have to be the one. I have to be the one that's like, don't worry, like just mm. just chill. Like we'll, we'll find something will come up, or we'll be watching news. Like someone signed there, someone signed there. You're thinking, uh, I'm available. Why are they signing this guy or whatever? <laughs> but at the back of your mind, you'd be thinking that that's what you'd be thinking. Sorry, but you got to show a brave face, and I'm used to it now. Where, you know, I always try to keep positivity positivity it's hard it, it sounds cliche but literally that that is what it was and as, as the weeks went on the, my boys or my mum and dad would be thinking like oh is your agent talking to clubs like what's going on like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. everyone is saying the same thing to me like i'm thinking like just chill like when the time is right it will come so then when these phone calls start coming boom 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 i'm like all right you see now so leave me alone now let me make a decision <laughs> yeah, yeah. now and, do you know what i'm saying so you just try to be you're confident in what you've done before. Mm. And that's why I always say don't burn any bridges in it in any walk of life. Because you never know. When times get tough, you know, yeah, you know, someone might help you out. Because the manager here said that he spoke to a couple of people about me, about my personality. Yeah. And obviously then people 
they're probably people I still speak to. So, yeah. or I've kept a good relationship with. So it worked in my favor, maybe, because you had to confirm. No, I like the player, but we like we need, we need to know what he's like. Mm-hmm. First thing he said to me, look, I don't sign no nobeds, no 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 pricks. So no, you know, no one that's bad person. And I've heard you're a great fella. So that in itself made me feel very happy that you know, yeah. I I keep it the same energy with everyone. Yeah. And it is what it is. Like you know, I always thought I'll, I'll land somewhere, and now we're here. Yeah, and, and it's it's super important, man. I'm, I'm telling you, my relationship because even with podcasting, like there are times yeah. where. I'm going to talk to someone and before they talk to me, I know they'll yeah. want to talk to someone else to see like, no, what's, what's, what's he like? What's yeah, of course, of course. And then, of course, of course. And then they'll come back, they'll come back and they'll be like, okay, yeah, we'll do it. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's yeah. the, importance of 100%. Burning, 100%. the importance of not burning bridges, man. It's, 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 it's such a... Oh, it's so important. So mm-hmm. important, bro. It's, it's so understand. Like, it's so important. Did, did you, you know, you, you mentioned like you might be seeing some people get signed and you're like, hold on, I'm available. Does that actually happen? Like you look and you're like, why are they signing him? Bro, it happens, man. It <laughs> happens. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Like, listen, all the players you've done, yeah, just think of the players that you've spoken to and the players that have done really well. For example, if you, if you spoke, if you spoken to, did you speak to Ollie Watkins? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So you spoke to Ollie Watkins, right? So, Man on fire, you know, done done excellent last year. He's gonna be looking at every Prem team, thinking, why, where, who who they signing basically? Any striker that they signed, you'd be thinking, well, I'm available. Like, or any newly promoted team, or mm-hmm. any team that you know, maybe mid table, you know, that kind of range sort of thing. Yeah. Like, I'm available. Like, you know, what's going on? Hopefully, you've spoken to them clubs or whatever. But that's what goes through players' minds. You always thinking. Oh, this guy signed there, but is he even that good? Like, mm. <laughs> that's what that's what everyone thinks. Mm. Or oh, you think that's oh, a great move for that that guy? He's a good player. Or that's the kind of that's the kind of conversation people have in football. I can tell you for free, and that's the kind of things I, I was thinking about. So every time, every day, I would I would load the BBC transfers or Sky Sports transfers and just have a look. who's signed and he's done this. Yeah. Thinking, ah, oh, okay, all right, but when I've signed this guy, mm. all right, fair enough, like. At least now I know why my, they told my agent this, or they were trying to rush me to sign, or all them kind of things. You, yeah. you take it, you take it all in your stride. So, them things go, bro. Like I've played against fullbacks that I've signed for big teams. I'm thinking, bro, they need to watch the clip when I played them twice and see what happened. But then he's gone down there. Do you know what I'm saying? But then, it, bro, it happens like that. Or a centre back or a right back might be thinking he locked me. How did Frank get that move? That that's that's the kind of things that go on, and you know the convos do happen. So it's all fun and games, though, isn't it? It's all fun and games, man. You hope everyone can land on their feet, but this year it's going to be tough, man. There's going to be a lot of free agents, so I'm going to have to go lower leagues just mm. get some football. And, and to be honest, there's nothing wrong with that. To, to be to be totally honest, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it at all. Nothing wrong at all. Um, what I going to say, yeah. So in this time, you mentioned, you know. Like people like your mum and everyone were like, oh, is your agent doing anything? Oh, blah, blah, blah. Is there still a need, like, at your age? You don't be like, old, man. Fuck, I always say that, but like, yeah. for, for an agent, basically, or do teams just contact you directly? You know, a lot of agents are the ones that facilitate things. Like, in the yeah, 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 yeah. case of they contacted you or your agent was actively out facilitating things. Yeah, yeah, he really helped. Yeah, I think every player, listen, agents are important. I think they are important in overall scheme of things. Mm. 
for me, I don't really need one. I like I like to have one. Mm. So the, the guy that I'm working with, you know, he's brilliant for me because one, football is not his main source of income. So mm. it, he's not like um, no money. I always feel like them. Yeah, I always feel like them people. They will they will never tell the full the full the full truth. Not all of them. Not all of them. Yeah. But in general terms, I'm, I'm wary of that. I'm thinking. This guy's just gonna go for where he can get the biggest commission or you know, where the most money is at, wherever. Whereas, you know, the guy that I'm with, I've built a relationship with him over the last three years, where it's just a case of it's me and him against anyone else. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Not even against, but it's just me and him trying to get the best for us, for me. So um with him, he's he's been brilliant. Teams have rang me firsthand. So managers called me. The first phone call I got in the summer was uh, a manager calling me. Saying, oh, what are you doing next season, blah, blah, blah. Then I'll have the conversation with him. And I'll say, look, now I'm going to pass you my agent's number. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, all the paperwork and stuff like that, or whatever you're offering, pass it for him. Because then, I don't, you know, I don't want to miss any. Hey, you got on mute. Yeah, go on. Uh, cool. You're, you're, um... Yeah, so um, yeah, my agent. No, he's, he's he's perfect for me because I know, for him, it's not it's not the be all end all football. He's more of a guy that's just going to be on my side, give me the best advice, and he's more of a he deals with legal stuff every day. Mm. So um, he's just there to make sure I'm the, any club ain't doing me dirty without me knowing. And two, he's just a lovely guy. So in terms of clubs speaking to me, managers have rang me. Uh, and then I'll just pass them on to him. Does it ever uh, get but I, because you know, certain, uh, you know, certain managers will want to call you and just keep it between you two. But is it ever? Oh, yeah, of course. Like, of course. Speak to my agent. They must be thinking what? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Of course. Some managers they don't want to. Some clubs don't want to pay, you know, the agent fee or whatever. And they might be there to be paid. But my agent it will never stand in the way. So he will let me know straight away. Like clubs I've said to him before that like, they want to keep the agent out of it, mm -hmm. and he will tell me firsthand. So I'll be like, I'll, I'll tell him, like we have, we'll, we'll be chuckling to ourselves thinking, they think that we don't know what they're trying to do. Yeah. We know what they're trying to do. Do you know what I mean? So it's so important to have a good relationship with your guy rather than have someone that's just an agent and you call him agent. And my agent's actually my friend. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy I'm happy how things are going with him. So he, yeah, he was ringing about, but again, he wasn't ringing about so much as to say that, oh, Frank is desperate. You know he's available, you know. Just, just slap a contract offer there and let's see if we, he'll take it or not. That was, that was more our energy rather than calling everyone every day, yeah. you know, chasing. Yeah, you know I mean, we're not going to be chasing girls. We don't, we don't chase girls, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Trust don't chase me. girls, man. <laughs> chase checks, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? So if it's on, it's, it's on, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? If it's not on, leave me alone. I'm calm. Do you know yeah. Have you ever had tense contract negotiations? Like, if there's one that you have to look back on and think, nah, this was tense. Like, yeah. Yeah, there was a case that... What made it so tense? All right, cool. So, <laughs> I'll give one, one little one quickly. There was a... At Ipswich, it wasn't even that, it was tense. Ipswich, I went there, the first six months, done brilliant. Got a new deal. You frozen, you um, I can hear you, but you frozen. Oh, what is going on? Can you, can, you, can you move me now? Can you see me moving? No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So, first six months, done really well there. Got a new deal. New deal coming now, one year in, I'm doing well again, happy days. Then it came to, I had a clause in my deal. 
it said I need to play a certain amount of games mm. uh, to, to get my money um, up. Yeah. Got to the last three games now. <laughs> Got to the last three games now. I'm not in the squad. I'm not, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, I think the team was winning at the time. I wasn't in the team mm. currently. So I was thinking, what's going on here? Like, and I did, actually didn't think about the deal itself mm. until um, uh, my agent at the time was telling me, oh, you do know that like, your thing goes up, you know, very soon. I was thinking, when? Let's count the games. So now I realised that was the case. Mm. I mean, I can ask them now, they probably would admit that that was the case, but obviously I know that was the case. Yeah. So um, I, I didn't play. So then I was out of the squad and I was thinking, I'm having arguments now with the manager for no reason. Yeah. Like, what's going on? So then I went out on loan anyway, and I eventually left that year. But that in itself shows you small things that are in people's contracts that, you know, can, can stop someone progressing. And people don't know these things. There's a lot of clauses in different deals that prevent people. You're thinking, why is this guy not playing? Why is he guy not playing? But sometimes clubs are preventing players from getting to 25 games or 30 games. Uh, so they're mixing them. Oh, he's, a, he's an in and out. He can't play every week. He, bro, he can play every week, bro. But yeah. some clubs are not sure what they want to do. Yeah, so um, I try I was, to avoid them situations anymore. Yeah, I, um, I was talking to a player. Well, he's, he still plays now, but he's his contract he's in the final year of his contract now, and um, he needs to play. Like, if he plays about twenty games, all, all comps it triggers. The thing yeah, and he's a yeah. part of the team. Do you get what I'm saying? Right, he's a part of the team, but right. at the same time, he's just like you never know. Like they might just yeah you know no you never know bro you never know man listen you never know in, in this in this world in it so that's why why you why you why you've got the job and why you're playing just you gotta try to block them things out if I'm doing well then you have no reason to drop me do you know what I'm saying so yeah it's hard but <laughs> them things are they them things do happen man do you know what I'm saying who knows who, who, we don't know maybe Ozil had five more games before his deal went up to four fifty we don't know do you know what I'm saying. We don't know, but all we know is he's not in the squad. He's not fit. He's not that or whatever. He can't play in the system. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So yeah. I always try to sit back and just say, you know what? There could be more to it rather than someone's earning a certain amount of money and we don't want to play him. Do you know what I'm saying? 100%. But um, last one before we go. Um, so you watch basketball, innit? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, so obviously, you know, they boycotted. Yeah, last night, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they boycotted the match. Do you think here, yeah, if something happened here, yeah, do you think there's enough solidarity in football over here for something like that to ever happen? Mm, good question. I don't think, one, there's, there's more players, so mm. it's hard to control. Over there, there's 14 players per, per squad, so, you know, there's present, not many people present, to take. Oh no, bro! It's your it's your thing, you know. It's not me, bro. It's not me. Am I back or not? Yeah, you're back. You're back. All right, cool. Yeah, so it's harder to do it here just because there's more players to to make a decision on on things. You know, you could get a seventy percent vote to say yeah, but a plane thirty percent won't play. That thirty percent will still be a few thousand people. Yeah. So. Um, I think it'd be too hard to do that here, but at the same time, if we, let's say, for example, all black players they want to play, mm. I believe that, that that could happen, and obviously then the teams would have to you know follow suit. So, but I would love to see that happen in this country, definitely, hundred percent. I think what they're doing in America is 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 great. 
even though it's not the answer, but it's movement. And sometimes movements are, are better than, than nothing. Yeah. So I believe what they're doing there is fantastic. And then they know, they know that they have the power because people love basketball down there. They're waiting for these playoffs. They've been waiting all, all five months for it. They've got it now. And like they said, bro, we ain't, we ain't playing. We ain't playing until someone gets you know, convicted for, for the, the, recent, the recent crime and the recent murder. Um, so I love that. But in England, I can see it happening, but I think it will start off with mainly the race itself having to stop playing rather than the whole of the community. Because listen, in football, majority of players are white. Yeah. It's just a fact in England. So, you know what I mean? Black players don't play. They're still going yeah. to You can have many teams where there's not one black player in the team mm. or even in the squad, let alone the team. So whereas America is mainly, you know, that sport is mainly black players. So, you know, they, they, they have some more of a say rather than we do here. Like, yeah, we're, we're sacking someone from Sky Sports. Everybody's crying. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Everyone, everybody, everybody's crying. But, you know, out there, they, they could do that in America. A player being sacked, for example, a black player being sacked, uh, for example, uh, uh, sorry, a white player being sacked, for example, there'll be no noise because the race division is much bigger. And yeah, it's, you know what I mean? So it's hard to say we can do it here, but I would love to see it. Yeah. Put it that way. Do you know what? I'll, I'll be putting your hand in. I really want in this country, man, like, and I'm trying my best to make it happen. Like, you know, like them Shannon Sharp kind of shows that they have. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you, man, we need that here, man. But hey, I'm telling you, bro, that's a dream for me. To, that's a dream job for me to have. If not managing the game or being a coach in the game, then it's to have a show like that where you, well, you know exactly what I'm talking about, undisputed. You know, where you have a show with two hosts or maybe three hosts who can just talk the real of the yeah. sport mm-hmm. and just make everyone feel as relaxed as possible, like you do with me and you now. But on a on a you know on a show that can go on every day where people go for football updates or you know whatever's going on rather than a such a formal Sky Sports every day or BBC you know all this stuff which is great but you need the other side of it where supporters can really enjoy and, and chime in with comments and and, and whatnot if, in Sky Sports it feels like it's so formal that you can't even get close to them people you can't even touch them yeah. you can create your own content mm. and whereas this America one you feel like you're part of them. Yes. You know, all the jokes he's making, you feel mm. like that's a joke that I would make in my living room. Mm. That's what you want to see. So hopefully that we can get to that stage. Listen, if, if you could be a pioneer for that, I mean, it would be brilliant because what you're doing now is similar to that, but you want it to be in a, a live stream. Yes. I want to format. Like, you know what I mean? Network and, do you know what I mean? But yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get there, man. We'll, we'll get there. No, we'll get there, man. Listen, you just keep building your profile, man. And, and it's, you know what I mean? We, we, we keep it moving. But that something, something like that, there's definitely a space in the market for it. It's not, it's not out there. So, 100%. Big, man. But yeah, man, love for this, man. Like, cool, bro. I, I, I enjoyed this one a lot, man. I, it's, it's always nice. Always, bro. Always. So, always a pleasure, bro. Always a pleasure to, to play FIFA. Let me know. Get me. All right, bro. And, and All right, man. Don't, why, why are you sending me invites without even texting me? You're sending me invites <laughs> if, like... Bro, man just came in. Man just came into my room. Like he came into my room. I was thinking, where's that? That's it. That's it. Let's go, bro. I saw you. There. I think I just lost, and I needed to boost my morale. So I was thinking, you can. Uh... <laughs> so I saw you, and then I was there. You to come after me. Like, oh, I'm not ready. Yeah, yeah. I was playing someone, innit? So, oh. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll do that. But um, yeah, love for this again, man, and um, all the best this season. Cool. 
and not just this season, like, nice. moving forward, man. So, yeah, man. Love, my guy. You too, yeah. man. Keep doing your thing, bro. Yeah, man. All right, everyone listening, I hope you've enjoyed this. Keep liking, subscribing, sharing. Um, yeah, that's that's it, man. You already know the deal with, with this podcast. So, um, I'll see you lot next week in a bit. <laughs>